Are you a new web designer or maybe somebody who wants to start freelancing as a web designer or maybe even start your own web design business? But you're wondering, do I need to code if I want to be a successful web designer? I'm Galen from Local Creative Co. and I am a web designer as well as an online educator. And I'm here today to share all of my wisdom from eight or nine years in business as a web designer at this point in time. I have started from no clients and worked my way up to making a full-time income as a web designer. I want to preface that I actually do know HTML and CSS, and I know the basics of JavaScript and PHP as well. But I also started my business during a time when there weren't a ton of no-code options for web designers out there. So I really wanted to and had to kind of learn the basics of HTML and CSS to get started. So many things have changed over the years. And so I wanted to share my thoughts with you as to what you do and don't need to know as a new web designer in the industry. Okay, so do you need to know how to code as a new web designer? And the answer is, or at least my answer is, it depends. I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear, but I am going to break down my thought process so you can decide if learning to code is going to be right for you and your business. When I first got started, I was using a platform called WordPress, specifically the Genesis framework, which still exists today. And it is a wonderful platform to build a website on because it's so flexible. But with that flexibility came a lot of challenges because you really had to know how to dig into the code to make your website display exactly how you wanted it to. At this point in my life, I was graduating college into my first year after graduation, and I had a lot of free time. And so I spent a lot of that time finding out how to make all of these changes, Googling how-to tutorials about CSS, about PHP and HTML. I was really trying to figure it all out for myself from scratch. And while I really enjoyed this time in my life, I actually feel like I learned more in that six-month period than I have in any other six-month period of my entire life. It was a lot. I was very dedicated to learning this, and I was constantly designing, coming up with different ways to create things and honing my craft and getting better at the coding aspect of design. The thing is, learning this way isn't going to be a good fit for everyone because at the time I had a full-time job that could support me financially while I was learning this on the side. But if you have a family or you need to worry about getting clients fast, spending months and months learning to code isn't necessarily the best use of your time. If you aren't ready to dive into HTML and CSS headfirst, it can still be really helpful to understand the basics because even with a platform like Squarespace, which is technically a drag and drop platform, you're going to want to make some additional customizations as you become a better designer. Those additional customizations can really help your site stand out from the crowd. And if you find online resources that have some great code snippets, you can copy and paste them, add them to your site, and understand just enough to tweak them to fit your needs. There are so many wonderful resources for Squarespace code snippets, but either way, there's some pretty amazing things you can do with your Squarespace website with just a little bit of code. The other option is to use a Squarespace design tool like Square Kicker, which is an extension for Squarespace 7.1 
and it adds so much design functionality to your website without having to know a single line of code. I recently created a video overview and tutorial about how Square Kicker works. I will link that in the description if you want to go check it out. This episode is brought to you by Square Kicker, and I'm so excited to tell you about their amazing no-code design and animation extension for Squarespace 7.1. I've been a web designer for many years now, and while I love Squarespace, there are a lot of limitations if you aren't willing to learn CSS. Square Kicker integrates right into your Squarespace design workflow and adds so many additional style options so you can make your site totally unique. With Square Kicker, you can easily add split sections, fancy section backgrounds, button styles, overlapping elements, and so much more. They even have a plan for web designers, so you can manage multiple sites within one Square Kicker account. Even though I personally enjoy custom coding websites, I still love using Square Kicker to speed up my process. You can go check them out today at localcreative.co forward slash Square Kicker. That's S Q U A R E. K-I-C-K-E-R. Sign up for their free trial and let me know what you think. All right, back to the show. Showit is another design platform that I use that is completely drag and drop. And I find that I use far less code with Showit than I do with something like Squarespace or WordPress. Nice thing about Showit is that you can create really elaborate designs just by dragging and dropping elements around the page, you're not limited by any sort of grid system. So the canvas is yours to do what you want with. The downside to show it is that there's a little bit more work involved because you have to manually build out the mobile version of your site, whereas in Squarespace, that's done for you. You also have to manually align different elements on the page and create your navigation from scratch. I still find myself using a little bit of CSS with Show It because I like to customize how my blog shows up, specifically the headers. I find myself wanting to override the default heading styles to make sure that my headings all look good when they're in the blog format. This type of CSS customization usually only amounts to a few lines of code. It's something you could really easily copy from an online tutorial. At the end of the day, what really matters most, in my opinion, is that you choose a platform that you're comfortable with. So that way, when a client asks you to design something specific for them, you are confident enough to say, of course, I can make those changes or yes, I can design it to look like that for you. While learning the basics of HTML and CSS is a great way to make sure you don't get stuck in that sticky situation, there are a lot of other tools and resources that I mentioned earlier that can help you achieve the same result. If you're just getting started as a new designer, I would so much rather see you focus on the fundamentals of what makes a good design. What is user experience and how does it impact how a website performs? Or even focusing on something like SEO, search engine optimization, because that is something that's going to help your ideal clients get results when they work with you. Understanding the strategy behind web design is going to make sure your clients leave you glowing testimonials and keep coming back for more. Okay, so now you tell me, if you're a web designer or you're planning on becoming one, are you making HTML and CSS a priority in your business? And if not, what are you prioritizing instead? Thanks so much for listening in to today's episode of the Intentional Creative Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave us a review over on iTunes. It just takes a few minutes and it helps more creatives like you find out about the show. I'll see you in the next episode.